This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. This week's episode is also brought to you by Audio Issues. Um, uh, this is Arthur, and my audio uh, is going to sound really clippy and choppy for the first 10 minutes of the show. But it's only the first 10 minutes, so we're going we're gonna to get through it together. Better luck next time. Radio Free Tote episode 11. My name is Arthur. My name is Donovan. And we did it. We got the intro down for once. <laughs> Nailed it, dude. No, no, uh, no nonsense. We're fucking, prof- we're 11 episodes in. We're yeah. professionals now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, um, we, we get a birthday, according to Patton Oswalt. I don't want to tell that whole bit. I don't want to tell it. Edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Or maybe we'll keep it in like we always do. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, your boy has now been single for like two, two, three weeks. I've lost track of time because of uh, all the goddamn stress in my life right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've rallied a little bit, and I'm back on Tinder. And I have been using the greatest opener in the entire world. Do you Do you want to hear this? No. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, I'm not quite going to be able to do it, to just, do it justice because this is an emoji pasta. <laughs> So like For just God's a big, love. big old thing of text just spammed with emojis. There's like a whole Reddit board for this. And mm-hmm. Finch sent me the best one I've ever read. And so I've just started sending nothing but this. And it's shockingly gotten some pretty good responses. Friend of the show, Finch. Thank you very much. Friend of the show, Finch. Good work. So here we go. So you match me and then you receive this message. Okay. Oh, and this was on May 1st, by the way. Good old May day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a one, t- one day special occasion. My fellow comrades... It's May the thirst. Time to whip out that flag and arise, Daddy's flag pole from its slumber. We gonna ride this revolutionary dick raw. Y'all know capitalism still sucks. Donald Dump's two-inch tower. So squeeze the means of prosuction on the streets and under the sheets. Get out and occupy cream pie that pussy and stroke that bullshit dick. Uh, Swipe left on the bourgeoisie. Shout out to all my Rosa Luxemburgs and Antonio Gramsci's <laughs> queer or straight communists or socialist. Rise up. Send this to 1917 of your most ratchet uh, radical uh, reds. Uh, 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 get back. Get zero back. You a reaction. Harry white liberal. Get 10 back, you a Fidel Castro. <laughs> Get 20 replies, you a master organizer. Clap emoji, clap emoji, clap emoji. Wow. And, oh, yeah. The response, I'm reading this off one of the messages, all I got back was, this is incredible. Did you send this to humans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
as, as, an, as in a little mood on, on May the 1st, maybe that uh, proletarian energy was getting to me. May the 1st. spammed that to every single person I matched. Fuck. I'll say that most people responded positively, and then I got a couple that were just like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's, but wow. We need to put those in the no pile, so, you know, that's a good, <laughs> little, good little dating filter right there. Wow, if you that's... can't handle me at my emoji pasta revolutionarist, you don't deserve me at my uh, best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good that's, shit. How you been doing? Good. Uh, I've been doing very well. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. I'm going to try to remove some stigma from a thing. Uh, so I bought an expensive sex toy. Right on. What'd I did you, that. What'd you get? It's it is called uh, the Kiru Onyx Two. It's got a hell of a name, and it is uh, it is a blowjob robot. And oh shit! It is uh, unfortunately a little disappointing. It's not as uh, as intense as uh, as I would have anticipated, but it uh, definitely will. Uh, it's worth it's worth fucking around with. I don't know if it's two hundred dollars worth fucking around with, but. It is definitely $200. Yeah, it's $200. <laughs> it's right. a blowjob well, robot. What are you supposed to do? You find out fair. there's the blowjob robot available for sale and you're like, take my money. Less like fucking around with and more like just fucking. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I say remove some stigma because I feel like if I was a woman and I said, I bought a new vibrator, it's very expensive. It's got all kinds of features. That wouldn't be as ill-received as, I bought a tube to put my wang in. Oh, no, that's it's, it's definitely true. Yeah. There's also just less of a variety of sex toys for men. Right. Like, you got your flashlight. I guess you got your fancy robot. Which is co-manufactured by Fleshlight, actually. Hell yeah. Hey, maybe we can get a, maybe we can get a sponsorship. Right oh, there. my God. If we got a fucking Fleshlight sponsorship, <laughs> I would lose my mind. Oh, I want to do a Fleshlight read. That'd be money. Oh, my God. But it's basically that and then, like, butt plugs. You know, as right. far as, like, personal stimulation stuff, that's about all we got. Right. Girl's got, like, a clit, vib- like a clit vibrator and, uh, like, a vibrating dildo with a clip vibrator and regular yeah. dildos and butt plugs. And I guess anal beads go both ways. But it's I true. feel like they, I'm always a little jealous of this spectrum of... Uh, toys they get to fuck around with. Yeah, like go to go to Adam and Eve or HealthyAndActive.com and see the for him section and just be disappointed. Nah, eh, there's some there's some alright stuff. In there's there. some stuff, including blowjob robots. Now this fucking thing there syncs to videos. To uh, oh Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so you're watching. Well, hold on a second. It syncs to like the music, or you're like watching a porn vid, and it's able to like read the thrusts. Yes, or Yes, that. How does is there like data embedded in this video? Like yeah, a, there's like a, a thrust. There's an tempo? app. There's an app for your phone, and there's uh, and there's like a like an interconnected thing. So you connect your phone to the Bluetooth on your on your expensive fuck tube, and uh, and then it like has feedback from the video, and it like does the thing. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for a software developer, right? job right now as I was <laughs> talking about uh last episode i think i got a potential uh person to hit up yeah hit him up. i want to be the dude doing the uh the the thrust data <laughs> yeah. coding thrust data that's a noble profession 
Okay, so is this, oh, so is this like a is this a tube? You hold this thing, or does it like have a stand and you just kind of put your dick in it? <laughs> you hold it on your lap, and it, it'll gotcha. it'll fight you. It wants it wants to get out, like it wants to escape. You gotta hold it down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, we live in the future. We really we do. live in the future. We really do. Give it give it a rating out of out of five stars because you said you weren't blown away. <laughs> you said you weren't blown away. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's very good radio. Um, uh, ooh, three and a half out of five. All right, you really want to you really want a four plus on a on an investment like this, but uh, yeah, it's 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 true. I find myself thinking I should have just bought a regular ass flashlight. Yeah, I, I can't say I've ever I've ever tried either the robotic or regular one. I always just got the sense that like I don't know, just put some lube on your hand. It's you know, true. Is there, it like markedly different? There are. There is something about it. It's like an instant stranger. I got you. See, I don't, I don't get that. I don't think I've ever successfully done that. I always thought nobody that was a ever joke. has. I know people actually. It is a joke. I yeah, I think so. I mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely. There have been times where like my hand was incidentally asleep, so I was like, yeah. oh fuck it, I'll give it a shot, and nothing special. Yeah, I feel like I'd just be distracted by my numb ass hand. Right. Anyways. All right, that's our first sex toy review here at Radio Free Tote Bag. Three and one half Arthur Brams fucking a sex tube out of five possible Arthur Brams fucking a sex for, tube. For the, for the Kiru Onyx tube, yes. There we go. Good times. Yeah. All right, you ready to, uh, you ready to transition yeah, into some, uh, some questions? Let's fucking hit it. Let's give him some advice. Uh, I, yeah. 27F, suspect my new BF, 35M, might be married. How to address this? I read it. First post here. Sorry if the formatting is off. I'm on mobile. I've been dating John, in quotation marks, for six months, and I recently started to notice something a bit weird. I try not to freak out and even ask him about it. I was looking at some pictures he sent me that were taken a year ago and when he went hiking. On his left hand, there was something that appeared to be a wedding ring. I checked other pictures, and I realized that all the pictures he sent me did not include his left hand. Next time we met, I specifically looked at his hand and I could see a slight discoloration of the skin as if he wore a ring. It wasn't super obvious, but still noticeable. We talked about previous relationships, and he said he had two serious relationships in the past, but was never married. So I asked him again if he was ever married or engaged. He said no again and repeated the original story. Am I overthinking this? Am I looking for something that's not there? Should I confront him further? I mean, he seems pretty convinced that... Let's see. He seems pretty convincing when he says he was never married. For background, we don't live together, but we see each other three to four times a week when our schedules allow it. TLDR, I noticed what appeared to be a wedding ring on my boyfriend's hand, but he denies being married. And that was posted by 03 March 10. Damn. Damn indeed, Dono. Yeah. Yeah. This, this seems like such an old school issue to me you know like the, yeah. the whole wedding band thing yeah it seems I, I almost know that's quaint. Like still something that's done but i feel like that's some shit that's in old movies where like the, the fucking dude's hitting on a girl at a bar and he's gotta like oh no, no ring i see you know what i mean right like, yeah feels old-fashioned it does okay but also here th- we see each other three to four times a week that leaves that leaves a lot of time to be carrying on a marriage on the on the uh on the other side. Right. So this is this is this is spooky to me. It is. Uh three to four times a week. 
That's probably, what are we thinking? Like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday sometimes? Yeah. Or he spaces it out a little more so he can get at least one weekend day with his wife and one with his uh, this side girl. Right? Huh. Man, remember how men used to be allowed to have mistresses? How that was like a accepted thing? That was a fucked up period uh, in our history. The good, the good old... Our country is dying and we need to make it great again so that we can have mistresses. Yeah. That's a platform I can get behind. Not really. So that we can be dishonest in relationships. And I guess I guess probably the mistresses would have been honest, but still, I'm not about that. So, okay. Maybe she needs to do some more detective work. Like, uh, dig deep and see if you can find more pictures with this wedding band on. Or, like, uh, definitely try to get invited over to the house. Like, do everything you can yeah. to get in that building. I'd be I'd be wondering stuff like that, too. Like, has she been to this guy's house? I feel like had she not, she would have mentioned something like that. Right. But on, on the other hand, you don't know. But Unless I'm definitely not thinking about more that. detective work. Because there, you know, there is a chance that this is just weird coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. I can't say off the top of my head how many pictures of me have my left hand in them. And uh, I don't know, some dudes just wear rings, and I don't think it's a good look. But, and maybe he's taking it off because he's a little embarrassed about it. He just likes yeah. to wear it when he's alone for himself. You know? Right. Just, could just be. likes to feel beautiful. Uh, but overall, this is sketchy. It is pretty sketchy. Not sketchy enough to warrant a big confrontation, but I'm with you. I think detective work is in order. And I think if you do that, I, I would bet on the side of this being bad. Nessio35 says, check out his social media, ask mutual friends. Have you been to his place before? Are there signs of a wife there? Unless it's an LDR, a marriage will be a pretty tough thing for him to hide forever. If there's no evidence aside from a few pictures, then I'd just ask him about the pictures directly. No use beating around the bush. Hmm. I feel like to ask about the pictures directly could get weird. Yeah. So I'm what's up with these pictures? I've bad. never seen yeah. your left hand in a photograph. <laughs> Do you even have a left hand? Let me see that left hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. And I think we're usually all about going direct. Mm-hmm. I think on this, did a little research back there. Because if, if he is, he's going to keep denying this shit. And he's going to have some bullshit answer for why his hand isn't visible or the wedding ring and all that stuff. Yeah, you got to do the research, talk to some of his friends. You know, aren't there records of this shit? Like, can't you just find yeah. out if somebody married somebody? Yeah, like, good some legit ass idea. detective work. Yeah, yeah that would be the, legit as fuck. Whatever, like a registry or I don't fucking know anything about this, but <laughs> whatever <laughs> place holds the marriage records, maybe maybe check that shit out too. County registrar, I think. Or like, has she met his? Has she met his parents? You know? Yeah, that would be that'd be a big red flag too. Yeah, if he's like, no, you may not meet my parents ever. Yeah, uh, they they died. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. Both oh, my parents no. are dead. <laughs> Why am I laughing about dead parents? <clears throat> yeah. All right, so I think we can settle on detective work. Maybe don't take this head on, but definitely look into it because it's this is suspicious as hell. Yeah. No air horns. Proud. No air horns on this. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, there is still much, much time for the air horns. If he's married. Oh, man. I showed you that review of the person saying, uh, (laughs) what they say they answer your relationship questions with the help of an air horn or something. His phrasing was better. Yeah, it was very good. 
That's a cool review. I don't know who sent that out, but thanks whoever did. Yeah, I can just pull that up right now. I can just do just a little radio poison for us while I'm looking. Here we go. A fun mix of commentary. Oh, let's see. How is absolutely not already taken, says. Yeah, I was confused by that name. The title of the review is, if you have a relationship problem, if you have relationship problems, they have air horns. Yeah. A fun mix of commentary on relationship questions from Reddit and their friends. That was cool as hell. Yeah. Whoever that that name is. Very. I didn't understand that name. I was very confused. Yeah. How is about already taken? Yeah. yeah. But thank you. Yeah. I like that the air horns are becoming a uh, a trademark of this show. Yeah. It's very important. And if you're out there uh, listening and you do like the show, we would, you know, you don't have to put a, a text review in there, although of course we'd like that. Yeah. But as we said before, on whatever app you're using, if you can rate us preferably highly, uh, that's big for us to, you know, get, get more potential for features or be listed up the rankings on iTunes or that's Stitcher. Right. That's right. What have you. So help you help your boys out. How are they going to uh, know how awesome we are if people don't tell them? Exactly. Exactly. I can't do all this telling myself. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for this next question? Let's hit him with it. All right, strap in. <clears throat> my, my 33 my 33F, wife 37F, of six years just started taking meds for anxiety and depression. Now her behavior is erratic, and at least twice now she's done things that have scared me. Is it appropriate to insist that she see another doctor? My wife of six years has been depressed for about a year now after her dad died. To me, it seemed like very normal grieving, and she was doing well in therapy. But her friend, also her ex-boyfriend, so lots of worms in that can, strongly suggested she needed to see a psychiatrist to get on medication. So she did. I'm not a doctor, so all of this is just from my outside perspective and my conversations with her. She went on antidepressants, and her mood got better, but they also made her anxious, so she went back and got anti-anxiety medications. As she told me, this affected how the antidepressants worked, so they added an enhancer of some sort. Damn. This somehow affected her blood pressure, so she was given medications for those, and those affected her sleep, so they gave her Ambien for daily use and Valium for emergencies. Oh, no. Oh, God. This affected her work, so now she's on an ADHD drug like Ritalin. Jesus! So in a little over six weeks, she went from not wanting to take even aspirin for a headache to seven different daily pills. Now instead of just being sad over her dad passing away, she is all over the place, and it's crazy unpredictable. If I knew she popped a Ritalin in the morning, and she'll be on an upswing until she takes her Ambien to sleep, I could deal with that. But in reality, the medications seem to hit at different times, and she'll have wild mood swings. Twice now she's really scared me. The first incident was I came home to find her literally slumped over and passed out next to the toilet. She claimed she had just fallen asleep, but she had poop all over her legs, and her face was red, almost like she'd passed out, fallen off the toilet, and hit her face on the bathtub on the way down. Yesterday was worse. We went to see Avengers, and she was an emotional roller coaster from screaming, laughing, and cheering, more than that was appropriate for a theater, to sobbing uncontrollably at the end. Then she fell asleep at the wheel on the way home. <sighs> Thank God we were on a side street and going slow because she only smashed into some trash cans. I tried to talk to her about it when she was somewhat coherent, but she said she felt better than she ever had, and these side effects will work themselves out in time. 
I asked her to please think about getting a second opinion. She said that she wouldn't even consider it because this doctor was already saving her life from the despair over her dad. I tried to suggest that while yes, she seemed sadder with just the therapy, she was making great strides and maybe it was okay to be sad over her, over her dad. This made her furious, and she threw a glass at me, which glanced off my arm and shattered on the floor. She then slammed a door so hard it broke the frame. She's never, ever done anything like that to me, ever. I don't know what to do. Is it okay to insist that she see another doctor as a condition of moving forward with me? I feel like I can't worry about her safety all the time, and I can't be afraid of her. What should I do? TLDR, my wife's behavior has gotten so erratic since she's got on medications for depression and anxiety, as well as other things. She's passed out on the toilet, fallen asleep at the wheel, and thrown things at me which she never would have done before. And this is posted by Bavarian Hungarian. Holy shit. Goddamn, dude. This is when people who hate psychiatric medication and, like... Are, yeah. are very against this. This is what they point to. This yeah. is like the fucking horror stories that that give all of this a very bad name. It sounds like she's getting loaded up, like much more than I would have anticipated for for something like this. No, definitely, and and in six weeks too. That's crazy. Like I think even most antidepressants, SSRIs, are supposed to take like a month or two to adjust to it before you throw anything else in the mix like that. Like that is so many fucking variables that you literally using medication to treat other medication that you just started using. Like this is, this is insanity. The hosts of radio free tote bag are not doctors and anything they say should not be construed as medical advice or opinion. <laughs> uh, True. But this sounds like it's like a lot. Uh, yeah, the- man. The only drug that I have any experience with from this uh, pretty extensive list is Valium. And uh, I can say, uh, fuck benzos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, oh, yeah. I don't love them. The problem was I loved them too much. Uh, I would like, I'd get home from work, and I'd be all stressed out from work, and I would eat a benzo and go right to bed. That's how I would, that's how I would do it. Eat myself a benzodiazepine. Go right so off the, to sleep the- with Prince Valium. Do those just knock you out too? Yeah, it's pretty much a go to sleep pill, um, which makes me think like, like that with the with the Ambien and so let's see. No, dude, it's this is super dangerous, particularly the Ambien and Valium combined with a stimulant. Yeah, like I know my psychiatrist and others I've seen have been specifically like, if you are prescribed stimulants, you have to get a very low benzo dose. Like yeah. because of exactly this, I actually had my ex girlfriend uh, when she was in college was living with these three other girls. One of these girls had an Ambien and a um, uh, an Adderall prescription, Ooh. right? And she would crush up the Adderall and snort them, and then take the fucking Ambien. Ooh. And I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who who is still awake on Ambien. You just turn into a complete nonsense zombie, like. She's walking, turns, and just walks directly into a wall like it's a door. She pissed on half of the seating spaces in the living room. Once in front of a room full of people, she's just sitting on a tall chair and just pisses herself. You, and you could hear her like at nighttime sometimes, too, crushing them up on the toilet and snorting the fucking things. She Ooh. she stole the, the uh, toilet paper holder and hit it and then had no recollection of where it went. <laughs> so it didn't have the toilet paper holder after that. Like it, it just turns you 
you know, it, you forget everything. It's just like a crazy blackout, but you can still walk around and, and fuck things up. It's super dangerous. I wish it was all silly piss jokes and uh, hiding the 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 toilet paper holder, but this sounds like this could get really fucking dangerous. Nah, it, it absolutely is. I, so I, just... I I think I think insisting that she get a second opinion is probably worth doing. No, absolutely. And also, you know, she he says she's changing her behavior so much and reacting badly. I'm sure they've been together for six years. They're married. I'm sure yep. a lot of this is she's just in a fucking different, completely different headspace and probably doesn't realize all the shit that's going on, you know? Uh, Rollerblades and Dogs says, I'm a medical provider. Mm, mm. <laughs> all right, Rollerblades. All right, Rollerblades and Dogs, Sure. The medication regime you are describing is absolutely insane to the point where I was questioning if it was even true. If she was really put on that many medications in that period of time, she needs to go to a different provider right now. Often family practice will handle depression. I'm assuming she was put on an SSRI initially, which caused some anxiety, not uncommon, which should be done in that situation to switch her to a less activating SSRI. There are many, and come on a spectrum of how activating they are. Right on, activating. It's true. That's interesting, because I have heard that with SSRIs, but I'm actually prescribed one in a low dose for mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah. So I know there's at least some that, you know, help with help with that situation. I had the same deal. Uh, I was on SSRIs for years, and uh, I never really noticed an uptick in anxiety. I mostly just noticed that I didn't want to kill myself, so. Yeah, that's, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty important. That's that's the That's the good part. Yeah. I think he's also bringing up a, a very good point here and that, you know, she should be sad. Like, you went through a really shitty, traumatic experience there, you know, losing your dad. And I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with therapy and even potentially medication, you know, if if you're having such a rough time that you, you can't function. But, you know, obviously this is overkill. It sounds like uh, she was functioning, too. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like she was like completely useless with, with no just just having a rough time yeah how about this ex-boyfriend this can of worms yeah this as can he, of worms as he describes it that that brought this up i i gotta wonder what the backstory on that is yeah that's very interesting strongly yeah. suggested she needed to see a psychiatrist to get her medications yeah and again nothing wrong with that like i was saying before i think people unfairly give a lot of psychiatric drugs a bad name because they hear the horror stories like this. Yeah. Because these, these are the things that people talk about when, you know, in reality, I think that large majority of cases are positive. It it, it works well for people. Right. It's just people aren't going to go talk about that a whole lot. If something's going right. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to talk about the the bad stuff. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, At least cut the benzos and probably the fucking ambient. Yeah, that's that's super bad news. Yeah, Ambien's a fucking Man. weird one. Oh, Christ. I had a, uh, I actually had a high school friend kill himself while on Ambien. Shit. Who had shown no depressive symptoms, was using it to stay, was staying awake on it and drinking with it. Oh. Um. Was at a, uh, was at a party, got rejected by a girl, who, you know, not just like in the moment, I think. It wasn't like a long-term thing. Yeah. And went and shot himself. Just because of the fucking, you know, there's, there's, I was reading into that. There's actually, 
I think a lot of controversy. I don't know if there's like a black label on the box of those yet, but it, it it's like sounds like there should be increased suicidal ideation. Yeah, I mean, God, you're, you're in complete zombie state like that. You know, you're like you said, it could be funny stuff like hiding a toilet paper roll, or you know, you can fucking seriously hurt yourself or die. And yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm no, we're no doctors, but I don't, I don't like that stuff. Yeah, that's my that's my stance. <laughs> yep, I can get with that. Once again, the hosts of Radio Free Topek are not uh, medical professionals. Nothing they say should be construed as medical advice or opinion. But we are medically sick as fuck. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think we're in agreement. I think you're right there. Definitely. Yeah. Get definitely a second doctor. opinion. Exactly. Get get another doctor in there because this is a madhouse. Uh, on, right. to, on to some lighter fare. Uh, yeah, goddamn. My 21F boyfriend 21m wants me to participate in a role play where i pretend i am male i'm open to many different sexual role plays but this just seems like maybe he's gay i consider that i considered that he could be bi but why wouldn't he just have sex with me as a girl if that's the case he wants me to wear a strap on and even suggested i wear a baggy shirt and a wig i think it's a bit much and i told him this and he said i should think about it some more i'm really worried that he's suppressing homosexuality or bisexuality he claims he is 1,000% straight and even says, I'm not gay or anything when he brings up the role play. <laughs> is this normal? Am I being closed-minded? Or is this something to worry about? TLDR, boyfriend wants me to pretend to be a guy during sex. And that was posted by throwaway 389 u 409 Big string. Big string of numbers. Huh. Huh. Well... Already right off the bat, this brings up this issue of people latching onto black or white, gay or straight. Right. I'm bisexual. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't think it's as simple as just you, you are or you're not. Right. And you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of straight, particularly straight men, feel, uh, I guess, kind of embarrassed or ashamed about that aspect and are yeah. so quick. It's, it's literally no homo is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> which is such an absurd thing good on this guy for actually like expressing that desire though i'm pretty yeah, proud of him for doing definitely. that a lot of dudes don't even get that far definitely uh do you want to know a, a famous person who uh did sexual role play where he pretended that his uh wife was a man i do Ernest fucking hemingway oh shit yeah <laughs> there's like right uh on. There's like letters and shit that were uh, uncovered after his uh, after his death. I can't. I God, it would be so good if I could remember what he called her. But uh, he had like a man name for her, and she had like a woman name for him, and it was really hot. Right on, Hem Dog. Yeah, get him, Hem Dog. All right, qu- question for you. And I know that this would be different for most people, mm-hmm. but do like do you get this? Would are you into like this sort of thing, or do you kind of? separate you know me and an ex did it one time or a guy me and an ex did it one time and she seemed pretty into it and she had mentioned that maybe we could try it again sometime but we just never got around to it um it's it's something to it it's fun yeah it's just any any kind of sexual role play can be fun where you like pretend that i'm the baker (laughs) bake up this baguette for you I'm Dan Cook. I'm going to make you my 19-year-old <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, I, I'm going to make a vow that the next time I have sex, 
uh, I'm going to introduce the idea of role-playing as Dane Cook. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, we got a little vape break here. Cotton. Oh my god! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I don't know if anybody else thinks it's funny, but that cracks me up every goddamn time. In the cotton. cotton, yeah. So, what well, do you think? She has something to be worried about here? No, or you no, seem no, to be no, taking no, no. more. Yeah, this is a positive thing. He's being it's... open with you about what he's into. Yeah, I think you should fucking. I'll be Leroy. I think you should like just <laughs> jump into this shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it makes you uncomfortable, don't do it. That's, you know, that's how any of this works. Um, but I'm not sure what's to be uncomfortable about. And, like, you know, so what if he's bisexual? And so what if he's homosexual? He's got to fucking figure that out at some point. No, you know that's, I mean? that's especially true. Like, you, you wouldn't... And, and it always comes back to what we're always saying, you know, communicate about that stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be with this guy in the long term if, like, he wasn't into you sexually. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This would be a good opportunity. I think it's important, too, in these situations. Like, this this guy is with you, you know? And he's being open about what he feels. He's not, you know, as far as, well, I assume not seeing people behind your back or not attracted to you because you're a woman. Doesn't seem like it. So, yeah. Ah, No air horns in this, either. No. I think this is is good. I think, and he's definitely on to something, too, because our G-spot's in our butt. <laughs> get that get that peg. Go find go find going. that peg. Yeah. If he's dating Good you times. and wants to pretend to be a guy, he's definitely not one thousand percent straight, but I doubt many people are. That said, people have kinks, and if you aren't up for it, then don't do it. Don't ever do sex acts you aren't comfortable with. If this is a deal breaker for him, then you two may just be incompatible sexually, says Dolomite eight oh eight. That yeah, was an ugly burp. It. I, I like thought the, it wasn't going to happen, and it just kind of crawled fucking, on out. I fucking loved it. I think we're, yeah, I think we're in the same wheelhouse here. Yeah. Definitely. I would, I, I, I you know, I'd try to be open to it, though, as as that girl. Mm-hmm, 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 Especially mm-hmm. if it's the worries about the gay or straight thing. Is he you know, gay? Kind of barrier to this. <laughs> Is he gay? I don't know. Go find out. Yeah. Put on some dad shoes and some fucking cargo shorts and a, uh, <laughs> Oversized polo. <laughs> you've you've just described the least sexually appealing man to me. <laughs> Maybe put on like a kiss the cook apron. Yep. Smack his ass with a uh, with a spatula. Yep. Talk about cook grilling some buns. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I think I got a new fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. shit. All right. Oh, Talk about it. It's good. He's opening up to you. I'm just real quick. I'm gonna find out. Hemingway wife role play. Uh, I wish I could. I wish this was just like easily findable, but I guess it's not. Just search like Hemingway on uh, X videos, and <laughs> I'm sure it'll pop up. Just like a video screen grab of uh, the letters. Nice. That's some that's some fucking intellectual jerk off material right there. Uh, there's a archive in the New York Times. Uh, there's from 1994. Was Hemingway gay? There's more to his story, and I'm sure you can find out what's up with this. Yeah, go check. Go check sure it out. Talk about. 
I, I, I read Hemingway for the story. <laughs> There's a decent joke in there somewhere. <laughs> yep, we could dig it up if we wanted to, but I think we should probably move on. Yeah, let's get on to this next one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, good times. Great country. Oh, this is at 666 upvotes. The number of the beast, right on. <laughs> there is a seven-year age gap between me and my husband, 22F, 29M. It wasn't a problem at first, but now it's really starting to affect our relationship. I met my now husband, Seth, when I was 18 and he was 25. We met in an online game, became quick friends, and eventually developed feelings for each other, which, after several visits, of course, led me to move across the country to be with him. After a year, we got married. At first, I wasn't too keen on the whole getting married so young thing, but he asked me to be his wife, and I figured I loved Seth more than anything, and didn't see myself being with anyone else, so why the fuck not? We got married in a courthouse with his close family. My family wasn't too happy about the whole thing, and my relationship with them still hasn't fully recovered. Mm. So yeah, 20-year-old bride with a 27-year-old husband. I always tease my husband that he's an old man, that he's my sugar daddy, that I'm his young trophy wife, etc., etc., but the age gap never actually bothered me. I never felt like there was an age gap. We like the same things and share the same core principles and life philosophies. Besides, it's not like there's a huge generational gap. It's not like I'm married to someone's grandpa. He doesn't look older than me. He doesn't really act older than me. So, no problem, right? And it was no problem, until somewhat recently where our age gap has started to take a toll on our relationship. Seth wants kids. I do, too. But I don't want to have kids right now. I feel like I'm not ready yet because I still have a lot of growing up and finding myself to do. I'm only 22. I've been able to legally drink for like a year. Seth's argument is that he's almost 30 and wants kids sooner than later because he doesn't want to be too old. He also wants to settle down and get a house together, whereas I want to travel and have fun before pooling all my money and resources into a house. I want to go out and party a bit, but he's over the whole thing, and I wouldn't feel right going out without him. He wants me to have a long-term career instead of working as a secretary like I currently do. He's even mentioned careers he'd like me to have. It's like he's planning my future for me, and it's suffocating. I tried talking to him about it, but he just gets frustrated because I don't think he expected this to be a problem either. Just the other day, he told me to grow up a little. Mm. And it's not like this is the first few months of our relationship. We've been together for four years and married for two. Our relationship is otherwise great, we're best friends, the sex is amazing, and without a doubt, we love each other immensely. But it's now obvious we were at different points in our life, and those points don't have a whole lot of overlap. I don't know what to do other than just give in, but I don't want to just throw away my youth. How do you compromise on major life decisions like this? TLDR, my husband is 29 and I'm 22. He's ready to settle down with a house and kids, but I'm not quite there yet, and it's straining our relationship and causing a lot of arguments. And this was posted by, I'm not, it's just a bunch of numbers. Three, three nine, four, eight, eight, two, 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 nine, three, two. Three, two, nailed it. Great name. Fuck, man. (laughs) (coughs) Seth. Seth, man, you got to let her have her youth. You got to have your whole youth. You met a girl on an online game when you were... 25 you know if she has if she's all wifed up and has kids she's not going to get to be playing online games when she's 25 exactly 
I'm definitely siding with the girl in this, yeah. especially because everything else, you know, seems to be going well. I, I don't think this necessarily has to be a deal breaker. I think you're right. This this guy just needs to lighten up. Yeah. And I think that is that's super selfish to, as you were saying, to to try to push that stuff because yeah. Yeah, you are right. He got to experience all that stuff and. I think it's definitely going to cause problems down the line if they do stay together. She's going to resent this shit, you know, if if you don't let her do this. And also, this guy's 30. It's not like he's fucking, you know, 45, 50, like, biological clock ticking sort of situation. Like, right. You're 30, dude. <laughs> I do want to be clear, though, that I, I understand his, um, his desire to have kids sooner rather than later because... Uh, like when you're old dad, you don't get to be as active in the kid's life. You don't, you know what I mean? Like if you're That's 40, true. uh, you know, your knees are bad. You're not going to be able to run around with them as much through the old pig skin. Yeah. That's important. No, that's true. That's a fair point. But I, that well, being said, I'm definitely on, uh, three, nine, eight, four, eight, two, two, Oh, nine, three, two side. <laughs> Do you do you think this is a deal breaker? I don't think it's a deal breaker. I think it's a conversation that they got to have, uh, like a running conversation about um, about when when she's going to get serious about her career. Uh, I say that as a twenty nine year old retail worker. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, i I don't think I don't think he's wrong. I think that there has to be some compromise there. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying no. Exactly, exactly. Particularly on the career things and all that, I I think that's supportive and good. I think the planning the future a little too much is a little weird, but yeah, you know, I think it's good to have your significant other trying to get you to progress along with you know with what you're doing for for work. But uh, yeah, I did, she says I don't know what to do other than just give in. I definitely can't just give in on yeah, this situation. Yeah, you can't just be like. Okay, fine. I'll do the job you want me to have, and I'll have your kids. And I'm going to go as far as to say, though, if they have the conversation and he sticks to this stuff, I I don't think you can stick that out. I think that is just breeding ground for resentment, and you're going to lose a chunk of your life there. If you still if you still want those things, and those are reasonable requests, especially at 22, mm-hmm. you don't get another chance to do that. You know, right. and that's the sort of thing that I think would really stick with you and eat at you. You know, especially in terms of keeping a relationship stable, you know, in the future. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. I, I I hope the dude's not a dick about it. I hope they could work that out. But I th- I think there is an avenue to this being a deal breaker. So uh, don't be yeah. a dick, Seth. Yeah. Uh, Berlinian Rose says, you don't agree on children, career paths, where to live, how to live. These are all things that should be talked about before marriage. I know movies show love as being the end-all, be-all, but the truth is building a life with a partner is filled with these life choices. Great sex is awesome, but when you disagree on the fundamentals, but not when you disagree on the fundamentals of your lives. Anyway, don't have children before you're ready. It's a recipe for disaster and resentment, an unhappy home for a little one. Having babies is hard enough when they're 100% wanted. I'd recommend couples counseling that you can talk to, that you can each talk about your feelings and concerns on each topic productively. I can get behind that. Ah, boom. Boom. Especially, you know, not to say think of the children, but literally that. Like, your situation is not stable right now, and you're not happy. Do not give in and bring a child into that situation. 
It's uh, not even just disaster for you and your husband. You're going to fuck a kid up doing that. It's true. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with what this person says, but I just wanted to say Glass Hammercox says he can't decide it's time for you to act 30 no more than you can tell him to act 22 again. I'm vehemently against making a life decision like this to please a spouse. It's better to break up than to bring a kid into a marriage that will probably feel trapped in 10 years. No, exactly. Then again, preferably you can work this out, but yeah, I'm on a hard say if the dude keeps pushing it and is not willing to compromise on that. You know, you, yeah. you shouldn't have gotten married in the first place, by the way. I, I think I would mm-hmm. stand by that. I don't know what is with people so eager. I, I know so many fucking people from high school got married at like 19 and 20. Yeah. Like it's I don't, weird. I do not know how you're just like, yeah, like this is what we do. I mean, maybe it works out for a bunch of those people, but I, yeah. I do not get that. He See, changed I, so goddamn much. See, I just told girls I wanted to marry him and then we never did. That's, nice. that's how I did it. That's a good strategy. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Definitely didn't yeah. uh waste a whole bunch of years for <laughs> for good people. Uh, yeah, I think I think I was talking about that at 20 as well actually. Just cuz your feelings are intense and like you I don't know, you like somebody, love somebody so much, you want to you want to jump on that commitment. You just want to marry them and squeeze yeah. them and, and yeah. squeeze their little cheeks. In fucking retrospect though, like I was a fucking idiot when I was 20. Yeah, I'm probably oh a fucking idiot now, too. Like, what, what, what yeah. the hell? I wasn't even out of college. Like, yeah, dude, let's just throw a marriage into this situation. Yeah. Just That's throw, what we need. Throw that in the daiquiri. Yeah. All because right. Because it's in a Talk blender, and I was thinking that it was like a blender. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, Seth, don't be a dick. Talk about this. Try to get it sorted out. If not, maybe, maybe rethink this. Definitely quit trying to plan out her career for her. Yeah, also that. Definitely that. That one's a weird Difference one. between being supportive and being controlling. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Ready for this next one? I am. I, 26F, dating a guy, 31M. Do I have to talk to him every day? I've been dating this guy for a little over a month, and it looks like we are going somewhere. We are exclusive and have talked about being BFGF soon. However, I'm having trouble with knowing how communication should be when we are apart, and I think this will be a bigger problem when we are in a relationship. I don't like texting, and it seems like that's how the, how the majority of couples keep in touch when they are not together nowadays. I've had a lot of bad experiences with texting, ruined friendships and relationships over it, arguing through it, misunderstandings, and I just don't like text anymore, and it gives me anxiety. It's a necessity to text in, the, in this day and age, and I have no problems with doing it for logistical purposes. However, I just can't slash don't want to do conversations over text. I think you can wait until we see each other again. I definitely prefer phone conversations, although it seems he doesn't. I also don't see a point in catching up over the phone when we will see each other in a few days and we can talk in person then. Even if we don't talk, as long as we have each other in our minds and are thinking of each other, isn't that enough? And it's better to talk in person. Is it weird if a couple doesn't have contact for a couple days? I'm totally okay with it. My life isn't that exciting that I have to tell him about my day every day. But I'm wondering how he will take this. I'm a bit afraid he won't be okay with it, as I don't think this is usual. Any advice would be great. Thank you. TLDR, do I have to talk to my partner every day if I'm in a relationship with him? Not sure if the guy I'm dating with him, the guy I'm dating would be okay with this. And that was posted by Soup Mushroom 7 Yum. Yeah, that sounds fucking really good right now. I'm actually really hungry. Ah, <laughs> dude, same. 
Yeah, I, I'm on. I'm on the fence about this. I think this informs some of the ones we've uh, responded to in past episodes too. Yep. I think there's people get stuck on like two different things. There's people who want to text all the time, and mm-hmm. that creates an issue. And then there's people who have had bad experiences with that, get anxious about it, and then that person wanting it freaks them out because they're anxious about it. And and everybody's had that bad text experience with a significant other, somebody alike, where you put all this time typing in a paragraph, and you're like, all right, like now they'll know how I feel, and then it all just blows up, and you're like, I'm a I'm a fucking idiot. Like, how, <laughs> how what did I how do I deal with this? And then you have to text them back, and it's weird, and they go quiet, and it's all it's all bad. I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But also I get, you know, I don't want to not hear from my girlfriend for like a day or two. Yes. So do I have to talk to him every day? I'm going to say yes. I'm in the yes camp there because I I want at least like a good morning slash good afternoon, like just like a little, just a brief check-in at the yeah. beginning or middle of the day and that a good night. That's all I need. Yeah. That's all that I, at, that's bare minimum that I need. And I think I think if they brought something up like that, like the, this is just specifically what I need. I don't need to be chatting with you the entire day. Yeah, you know, because I definitely get that that could be weird. And like and half the time, I'm like have... shut. Half the time, I'm like shut the fuck up. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and definitely don't have the serious conversations over text. Obviously, yeah. But I think it's I think it's easy enough. To just how was your day? No, 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 no. All right. Hope you have a good night. I love you, etc. Yeah, that's all I need. I need. I need. Like, good morning. What's up? What are you doing? I I love. What are you doing today? Yeah, yeah. You get to tell somebody about well, your day, your plans well, and stuff. Do, well, I'm gonna do this. Okay, great. I'm gonna blah blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Okay, cool. That's all it takes. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick little nah, 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 nah. and uh, nah, 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 nah. and and sometimes a little na 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 man in there. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, so I, I would express your anxieties to your boyfriend here about it, but I, I, this is another compromise situation. I, I would all, also just understand that it's an important thing for a lot of people, and it, it doesn't have to be a big anxiety-inducing situation. You know, sure. I think that's a little easier said than done if you've had some particularly bad text experiences. But you know, in a stable relationship, I, I don't think that would be a problem. No one has to do anything. All that matters is that all that matters is what you want and what he wants. Chances are those won't align perfectly, and then you talk about it and find a middle ground you're both happy with. If you can't, you're incompatible and split up. Damn. Yeah. Damn fight max master. Fight that max master fucking nailed it. Clinical and to the point. Yeah, nah, I, I think that I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just again, don't have this goddamn conversation over text. Yeah. Even if you're anxious about them not texting back, bring it up next time you see them and, and chill. Don't don't try to do this over text. Yeah. You need this in person. All right. What do we look like on time? Uh we are at fifty minutes. Oh, okay, perfect. Damn, yeah, we're good. dude. Time flies when you're out here saving some relationships. It's true. And not a single air horn today. Yeah. Let's see if this last one prompts one. My, 23F, is trying to sneak a cat into moving in together. And I, 24M, don't want it to happen. My girlfriend, who lives with her mom, wants to move in with me after four years. 
She's staying over for a couple days right now, in which she does a good majority of the time. We have been talking and planning constantly, and we are very excited. But a couple months ago, she got a cat. Now, I straight up told her if we moved in, a cat is the one thing I won't have in the house. I find them absolutely disgusting, and I want nothing to do with them. Boo! I don't, I don't even like reading this. Boo! <laughs> she agreed and was okay with it, and said that the cat was going to stay with her mom when she got it. Now she is trying to bring the cat into the mix, and I won't let it happen. This is honestly pushing me away from the whole thing, and I don't know what to do or what to tell her after I already said no. She's trying to say that she never said that she would leave it at her mom's, but I even showed screenshots of her texts <laughs> to her. Now we're in kind of a passive-aggressive fight while I've been at work. I am usually very much more of a man about stuff like this, but I don't want to ruin a good thing, and this is the first time in a while we have really been in a fight. I am the only one that works while she is in school, and I just feel like she doesn't respect that I am putting up more to lose than she is. Any advice about how to handle this situation is helpful because I'm at the end of my rope. Should I just stand my ground or am I totally in the wrong? TLDR, girlfriend agreed to no cats and is bringing one into my house anyways. And that was posted by 14250, a.k.a. cat hater, you bastard. You bastard. I cannot fucking believe that he thinks they're disgusting. Okay, poop box, little gross. Yeah. But, but they put it in the box. They, they don't leave yeah. it on your goddamn pillow most yeah. of the time. Unless they hate your guts. They li- literally spend the majority of their free time cleaning themselves. And sleeping. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cleanly. I have heard so. stories like this a whole bunch of times where somebody's like, I won't have a cat in my house. I fucking hate cats. Can't deal with them. Uh, and then they get a cat and they fall in love. I've heard it so many fucking times. Exactly. I I thought I didn't like cats. I thought I was fucking allergic to cats because my dad is. Mm-hmm. And as a result, everybody in my family thought that we were. And then it turns out that none of us are but him. And so I got a cat and my sister got a cat. And now we're all super fucking stoked about cats because they're awesome. And, and they're sweet, little sweeties. You got little sweeties. And they snuggle with you at night. And yeah, I got a little picky who's sleeping on the bed behind me right now. No. So I, I get this in situations where you got severe allergies or something like that. And this is literally, you know something that is painful to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Right. But if it's just the fact that you don't, you don't like a cat, I don't know about that. That, that being said, though, I think this, this is unfair of her. Because yeah. while I disagree with him, he was super clear about this, told her that it was a, a sticking point and that he you know, can't do it. And then instead of trying to, oh, at least hang out with the cat, maybe, you know, maybe you'll change your mind, she's just trying to worm her way in and changing you know from what it sounds like change uh you know no i, I never said you know that she was staying at my mom's yeah. that that yeah. is it's shifty and uncool that's so I'm, uncool. I'm, I'm with the guy in terms of the argument here even if i think he's wrong about cats you yep. bastard he's got some updates here um i stood my ground and she and she has essentially told me i need to get over it it's just a cat and she was going to get one regardless after i said After I said if she's staying with me, then the cat has to stay with her mom, she started crying and saying her mom doesn't want it either. I offered to help her look for a no-kill shelter, but it just sparked a huge fight and she hasn't talked to me all day. Don't know what to do now. I feel bad that the cat would have to go to a shelter, but I still don't want it around my house. Dang. And there's a second update. Uh, I followed y'all's advice, which uh, is down here in the comments. Me and her 
are, are possibly done. Right now we are taking a break while I figure out what to do. I told her she's being extremely selfish, and after four years, if these are her true colors, I don't want to waste any more of my time. Thank you so much, Reddit. I'm so relieved, but also very sad. Going to go get drunk tonight and try to figure <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> well, I guess we had some air horns after all. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. Again, like that—that's—that's that's a crappy breach of trust and and weird on her part. And I guess that does speak to her character to some extent. But yeah. like, fuck, man, you really can't—you really can't work through the cat situation. Yeah. It okay. I understand cats, and I understand that uh, people have very strong feelings about them, one way or the other. Um. I I think it would be it would be a deal breaker for me if somebody was like no cats ever I'd be like no cats ever what about yeah. what about sweet Keat? what I'm about like some cats <laughs> no cats ever what about some <laughs> some cats sometimes how about just some cats what if we just got one cat how about that no I I feel you there I actually this last girl I was dating was allergic to cats and was you know very cool about pickle but was. You know, sneezing and dealing with yeah, stuff and clearly distressed. And I was feeling kind of stressed about that. I was like, what What if we get the point, you know, where we would move in together or something? Yeah. I actually had a fucking little panic attack about it because I was like, I'm not I'm not going to fucking get rid of my cat. I love my right. cat. You know? Not sweet pickle. Yeah. It, it is weird how, I mean, I, I was even not thinking through this first talking about this. It, it is weird how something that seems so small like this and is so small like a little cat mm-hmm. can... You know, it can be a fucking big deal-breaker problem. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. What future do you see with this girl? Cats are a hard no from you forever, and she apparently can't live without one. And she's willing to lie to you and make an agreement she doesn't intend to keep. This is someone you should want... This is not someone you should want to be moving in with or moving forward in a relationship with you. There's no future here for you. Says Kaitu one oh one one. Yep. Again. This is it's it's more than even the cat situation. It's the it's the dishonesty and yep. and sneakiness about it that's uncool. Can't fuck uh, with also that. Also on her part, you fucking adopted this cat and you knew your mom wasn't gonna be able to take it and it could potentially be a problem. Like you're fuck you're taking this little guy's life in, into your hands essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a fucking toy or something that you got. You gotta you gotta think about the cat. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I'll tell you what. Yeah, don't donate to him shelter. Uh, I don't know about your trust stuff, but maybe come date me. I'll I'll keep all the cats. Yeah. At least give me your cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your little, little, little friend for pickle. Pickle. A little friend. A little yeah. pickle friend. <laughs> oh, God. Although I will say Pickle was a fucking asshole last night. Oh, yeah? Fucking up at like four in the morning, knocking shit off of the table, walking over me, meowing for a snack. She knocked a goddamn mirror over. I don't know oh, how that's God. possible. It scared the fuck out of me. It was it didn't break, luckily, but it's this circle mirror. And so it did like the little spin around and make a lot of banging sounds. And I, I fucking had a panic attack in the middle of the night. I was groggy and waking up to hear Pickle sprinting around and this mirror hitting the ground. But somebody worth it. Somebody on Tumblr uh, googled why do cats run around and meow at night, and one of the results listed as a cause was simple zest for life. (laughs) 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 
Fuck yeah, dude. It's so true. Some there's yeah. some cats are just fucking so into being a cat. They're like, yeah. oh, fucking nighttime. I'm gonna run around. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is pickle. My friend David actually got her a little stuffed pickle toy. Oh. And she has not really liked toys in general. He said he just saw it on the counter in the pet store. He's got a cat too. Mm-hmm. And it was like a buck or something, so we picked it up. And she fucking loves this thing. Oh. And she will, she'll chase it around and chew on it during the day. And then sometimes at night, she'll bring it into the bed and curl up with a little pickle. Oh. <laughs> fucking, like a fucking teddy bear or something. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. You have to post <laughs> a picture in the in the Facebook of Pickle with a Pickle. I, de- I definitely could do that. Definitely could do that. Oh, yeah. my God. My heart. My heart oh, is she's, exploding. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I don't know. Everybody just hears the the crappy parts of cats, and there definitely are crappy parts. But it's it's a nice. It's hard to if you're ever down and stuff. It's hard to be down when your cat's snuggled up next to you with a little stuffed pickle. True, dad. Yeah. Well, shouts out to cats, friends of the show, all cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we did it. I think we're here at the end. I think so. Our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find at theheyfellows.com or instagram.com slash theheyfellows. I was listening to that song again today, and I've, I fucking love that. I love the hook. It's good, dude. You got to check out and anybody else listen who likes them. I think they've released that whole song now. Um their other song, Roscoe, is on Spotify. That's yeah. also just a good fucking jam. True. True that. Yeah. Good times. Uh, any other business we want to get up to at the end? Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, uh, do the uh, do the ratings. Um, I still have these stickers. My life has been a mess the past two weeks, trying to find a new <laughs> job and breaking up and stuff. Um, but I do, I do have all these stickers. If you are in Nashville or are going to see me and you want one, let me know. Because, uh, yeah, we got like a hundred of them. They're pretty cool looking. I need to send them to Arthur, too. Yeah, I, I got to get them. got to get them slapped yeah. up around this place. And, and if you're somewhere else, uh, like a friend of ours in another state or something, I'm going to get some envelopes for when I send them to Arthur. Uh, I can just mail them to people, too. Hell, yeah. And, uh, and you can get a cool RFTB sticker with the logo and Arthur's receding hairline <laughs> that doesn't exist. And uh, <laughs> slap that on your computer or your car or your forehead. It's up to you. Yeah. Well, uh, another one in the books. It's been uh, so lovely to have you with us. And uh, can't wait to see you again next week. Uh, and until then, my name's Arthur. My name's Donovan. And we hope you had a lovely time. And we can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks. Bye.